0: Honestly, I don't even know who's good anymore. <music> Karasi, Posse, Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of PackCast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Might as well just literally toss a bunch of team names in the air and whatever 10 I pick up are your top 10 because that's how unpredictable this season is. Grassi, and today we are gonna be jumping in to the top 10 power rankings heading into week 12 of the NFL. And just like last week, where I really had a hard time ranking these teams, I sat down again and I got the top three. And after that, I felt like I was ranking teams too high. I felt like I was ranking teams too low. I felt like there was teams that shouldn't have been on this list. I narrowed it down from a list of about 12 to 13 teams and was like, okay, I think this is a solid top 10 based on who they've beaten, how they've looked over the past few weeks. But this season has been so insane and the lack of consistency that has really been prevalent the entire season makes this so incredibly difficult. And this used to be one of my easier shows. And I feel like these rankings have really come to represent the week to week kind of ebbs and flows of the NFL, especially this season. So if your team's not on here, I mean, you got a shot next week, unless you're the Bears, you won't find yourself on here for a long, long time. Starting off with number 10, I got the Seattle Seahawks and this right off the bat is just it was a tough decision. I was thinking about putting the Cardinals here. I was thinking about putting the Raiders here, but I picked the Seahawks because even though their defense is straight trash. Their offense is what's going to keep them alive, and I think that they're going to be able to outscore a lot of opponents as they make their way to the playoffs. Russell Wilson, unlike previous weeks, actually didn't throw an interception, had two touchdowns on the night. They had a pretty good run game with Carlos Hyde, even though Chris Carson was out, and I know they're going against the Cardinals, who also do not have a very good defense, but they were able to go toe-to-toe with Kyler Murray, and they even had three sacks on the evening, so the defense came alive for at least a hot second. Now the Seahawks are sitting at number two in the NFC West, which is just a stacked division. I would not be surprised if you see the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals going to the playoffs. And it's going to be a battle to just try and win that division. So the Seahawks right now, they do just enough to get to the number 10 spot. But like I said, we'll see next week. Oh, wait, they're playing the Eagles. No, they'll be on the top 10 again. Number nine, I actually have written down here the Tennessee Titans but I'm gonna make a last-second adjustment. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. What a freaking game. What a game on Sunday night, going toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes and doing everything right, except the fact that they were playing Patrick Mahomes. That was the only thing that they did wrong. Derek Carr, 275 yards, three touchdowns, and a garbage interception at the very last second. Derek Carr played amazing football on Sunday night and it looked like they were gonna win the game and then they left just over a minute on the clock left for Patrick Mahomes and he just did his magic like he does. And I'm gonna I wanna give them credit and I wanna give them a shout-out, and I think they deserve to be in the top ten, even though Josh Jacobs didn't have the greatest night in the world. I think the Raiders could give some teams problems in the playoffs in that they have a good power run game. When Carr is on, he's on. That defense can be very, very disruptive. Not as disruptive to Patrick Mahomes, obviously, even though there was an interception. But I'm going to pick the Raiders over the Titans because the Titans, while they did win in overtime because of a big Derrick Henry run against the Baltimore Ravens, you had A.J. Brown go off. I don't think that either of those teams deserve to be in the top 10 with how they've been playing. The Raiders, while, you know, their competition hasn't really been been that great. I think that they showed that they can hang with arguably the best team in the NFL. And so, you know what? We're going to call an audible and say the Raiders get a number nine spot. Number eight, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers falling in primetime on Monday night football to the LA Rams. And there's a lot I'm going to talk about with this game because I'll be talking about the Rams momentarily. But the Buccaneers, they showed flashes, right? That, that one touchdown to Mike Evans was absolutely incredible. And Tom Brady in some of the windows that he's completing passes, it's insane. Passes that have no right to be complete. And and it shows that he still has it. And then he also throws two interceptions and they look terrible. Tom Brady looks like he just comes on the field and is like, hey, you want to see me throw another interception in primetime? You want to see me do it again? In addition, this was a far cry from their previous run performances as Ronald Jones really didn't do anything. I know Leonard Fournette had a touchdown, but he was barely a factor in this game. And I think the most disappointing part was while the defense wound up getting two interceptions, one on a terrible screen by Jared Goff, they really got no pressure on Goff all night. And on top of that, he didn't even get sacked once. And this is where the inconsistency comes in. They can look like world beaters, and then they can look like a garbage team. They struggled against the Giants. They obviously got their ass kicked by the Saints, and now they lost in a close matchup with the LA Rams. And so the Buccaneers, no, I don't want to play them come playoffs, but but for folks thinking that the Buccaneers were just going to be able to walk away with the NFC South, doesn't look like it. Then number seven, you got the LA Rams. Oh, boy. We talked about their defense and how it was able to make Tom Brady very, very uncomfortable and constantly get pressure, get into interceptions. Jared Goff, neither here nor there. But Robert Woods and Cooper cup they were on another planet, both of them averaging over 100 yards. Jordan Fuller had a great night. And this is a team that when they want to, they can be very good and very balanced. It's honestly just which Rams team is going to show up this week. The Rams have like been coming and going off the top 10 all year. And I feel like the rest of the season is not going to make a difference in that they could wind up making a run. It just depends on what offense and defense decides to actually show up to the game. Number six, you got the Green Bay Packers. Brutal, brutal loss to the Colts, though I will say. Here's where I'm going to find some silver lining here. They turned the ball over four times, and they still took it to overtime and could have won that game multiple, multiple times. But the Packers were unstoppable in that first half. Even with turnovers, they were able to put up 28 points, leading 14 going into the half, and then that just got shut down real, real quick. In the third quarter, they did absolutely nothing. In the fourth quarter, they were able to finally get three points on the board to tie the game and send it into overtime. We finally get the ball, and then MVS winds up fumbling, but it was a great play by the defense. So here's what I'm going to say. The Packers looked really good against one of the best defenses in the NFL, but they were not able to close the game. We've talked about how they've been having problems with adversity when they go down. Well, Here they went up by two scores and they just could not seal the game. Long sustained drives by the Colts that ended in points. Though I will say the defense definitely had its moments. This could have been a completely lopsided game with all of those turnovers and they were able to force a couple turnovers of their own. And the Packers, man, they just gotta put it together. That's what it is. Their schedule coming up is not the most difficult schedule, but this was a playoff caliber team that they faced and they gotta come away with these wins because these teams are not gonna get any easier when they make the playoffs. Number five, you got the Indianapolis Colts. I know, I've snubbed them for weeks, and now you got a top five spot. Are you happy? It might be a little inflated, and you don't deserve it, but you beat the Packers, so you get it. The defense, as we talked about, was rough in the first half, but boy, oh boy, did they lock it down in that second half forcing turnovers left and right with fumbles, interceptions. And Phillip Rivers played really well. Had nearly 300 yards and three touchdowns. Michael Pittman Jr. got his first touchdown in which he literally just walked into the end zone and no one touched him. Jonathan Taylor had a nice game, had 90 yards on the ground. And the Colts needed this win too. Obviously, they beat the Titans last week and the Titans were able to squeak one out in overtime. And so the Colts were able to keep pace and continue to lead the AFC South. And this is going to be a team that, again, you might not want to play come playoffs. As we talked about in last week's interview with the Colts fan, when Phillip Rivers shows up, this team does well. Their defense usually takes care of business and is able to shut down opposing teams. They were not able to shut down Aaron Rodgers in the first half, but boy, oh boy, they 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 shut down the entire Packers offense in the second half. Did not allow anything to go in the running game, and they got a well-deserved win. Now, they should probably stop holding 115 times because they almost shot themselves in the foot, but right now, the Colts did enough to, to get it on the list. They're right ahead of the Packers, and... Yeah, that loss still hurts. Number four, you got the Buffalo Bills. They had a bye week, and I know I might be ranking them high still, but I still have a lot of faith in my Buffalo Bills. Now the Bills got some help from the Broncos as they defeated the Miami Dolphins as the Dolphins were nipping at the Bills' heels. And they'll be facing the Chargers this week, which they should be able to win. It is a very winnable game. And now after the bye, this is the time where the Bills cement themselves as actual contenders. Will they do that? We'll see next week. Number three, you got the New Orleans Saints. The Saints making a questionable decision starting Taysom Hill, but that paid off all right. Look at that little guy go, getting two scores on the ground and played pretty damn well. But I think the real story is going to be the defense as they absolutely slapped around the Falcons. Matt Ryan, not a single touchdown, two interceptions. The Saints had eight sacks on the day and really just completely and totally decimated the Falcons. And as we talked about, this is what good teams do. The Saints, where we were concerned that, I don't know, are they going to be able to win without Drew Brees? They showed that they could get it done similar to how they did it with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. And if the Saints are able to continuously win games, they are very much in contention for that number one seed. Then number two, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right, folks! Steelers fans! The yinzers of the world! You've been waiting. You've been waiting. You're like, Tom... When are the Steelers going to make it to number one? When's it going to be? Well, the day is today. The Chiefs are at number two. And here's why. Patrick Mahomes was a superhero. Absolutely phenomenal. Is literally the top of his game right now. And is arguably the front runner for MVP this year. So Patrick Mahomes, you could do no wrong. Here's where they could do some wrong. The defense. The defense concerns me. I know it was a divisional matchup. But they gave up a bunch of points. You did have the running game get involved a little bit. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had two touchdowns. Even Le'Veon Bell had a touchdown. And Travis Kelsey was just on another planet, over 120 yards and a touchdown. And listen, the offense is never the problem. We're never looking at Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and going, oh man, if only that offense was a little bit better. No, it's the defense. Besides the garbage time interception, Derek Carr was not sacked a single time and the defense really did not look great. And the Raiders were just able to impose their will on the Chiefs. And that's where I'm concerned. You do have these powerhouse teams that do exist in the AFC that have good offenses. And if you get a defense like the Steelers that's gonna be able to shut them down, then watch out. You're gonna become a one dimensional team really, really quickly. And I don't know if their defense is gonna be able to keep up. And so while I might be regretting this in a couple of weeks, right now, the Chiefs are at number two, which means that finally at number one is your Pittsburgh Steelers domination of the Jacksonville Jaguars, 27 to three. Jake Luden might never play again after this game. He's not injured, but his ego might be, had a 15.5 QB rating, four interceptions, big yikes. Deontay Johnson had over a hundred yards. Roethlisberger threw it 46 times, had two touchdowns and one interception. And the Steelers are a great football team. They really are. Their defense is what should scare everybody in the AFC, and their offense can most definitely win shootouts. They just have a bunch of weapons on that offense, whether it's with the run game and you got James Conner going, or you have Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool or Juju Smith-Schuster. Ben has so many options that he can go for, and honestly, Big Ben is playing some really damn good football right now. And so I think it is well-deserved that the Pittsburgh Steelers are on this list. They have the Baltimore Ravens, an important divisional game on Thanksgiving. If they're able to take care of the Ravens, well they'll definitely look like they'll be taking care of the AFC North. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How you feel about these rankings? Do you think that the Cardinals or the Titans or the Ravens should still be on here? Let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy, all social media is down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always... Go back, go.